The other really sad story was that Angus Brayshaw has been forced into retirement off the back of serious concussion issues. And one of his former teammates uh, and a good friend of the show is Nathan Jones. Jonesy, thanks for your time. Thanks, Kane. Thanks, Jared. Nice to, uh, nice to be back on. Um, we're, oh, we're, we're just flat. Uh, Nathan, I, I assume this news didn't come as a surprise to you today. You've probably been privy to this for maybe a few days now, but um, just sum up your emotions. I'm devastated like everyone else, Kane. It's, um, I was lucky enough, fortunate enough to get on to Gussie this afternoon and spend a bit of time with him. It's, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's disappointing, right? Like, uh, particularly when it's um, out of your control, out of your hands, it's it's a career cut too short, but, you know, uh, you know, much like Angus himself, quite pragmatic in these situations. I've been um, obviously very closely linked to him from the first moments he stepped into the AFL. You know, very lucky to have picked him up on his first day and somewhat played a small role in the great career that he um, he eventually had. And um, I'm privy there to be at the end and, and, uh, and sort of have seen everything, all the ups and downs that have been in that, including, you know, those early concussions in the early days and then obviously the situation he now faces. So... I'm, uh, I'm much like a lot of Melbourne fans, even footy fans are like, you know, he's a very likeable guy, um, you know, a beautiful character off the field. It's a shame that his, um, his footy career comes to an end, but uh, when you look at it all in perspective, you know, he's still got, um, you know, a beautiful life ahead of him and, um, and footy will be, you know, one small chapter in that. Where does he go from here, Jonesy? Like I said, Jared, he's always been super pragmatic. Like I remember those concussions early days, 2017. You know, I was, um, as I said, sort of driving him to training. We we lived not too far from each other. We spent a hell of a lot of time together, and um, you know, having seen the way he sort of handled himself through that period, you know, he's always sort of mature, well beyond his years. So he's kind of always you know, had his uh, had his his professional football hat on, but also um, this ability to be able to separate that and prepare for life after footy. And he's, uh, he's achieved some great things from a, you know, a university degree. He's already put time in from yep. an investment financial point of view. He's, he's spent time um, you know, with Evans and partners in the city more recently doing some work experience type stuff. So I think he's got, like I said, he's, he's got a beautiful fiance in, um, in, Danielle Frawley and you know they're getting married later this year so there is a lot of positives in his life ahead for him and I don't have any doubt that you know whatever he does next he's going to excel in you know, with the same sort of application and success that he had in his footy career. There's a lot of angry people a lot of angry Melbourne people about this uh you know, refer, referencing the Braden Maynard incident uh, had a long chat last night to uh Rowan from Armadale and uh, very unhappy with the, the result. What were your feelings when you first saw that incident and how did you see it uh, as a commentator? Uh, look, ultimately, like, when I separate the two things out, right, like, there's my sort of personal relationship and care for Angus, obviously worried about his, his health and well-being and um, you never want to see anyone get hurt. Um, and then, you know, when you look at it, from the other of the other lens, as far as you know, the action and the way in which that all that all unfolded, um, you know, I didn't see at the time. I didn't see too much issue with it. You know, probably the more I've seen it since then, 
And I think the way the AFL has acted in recent times, sort of uh, making an adjustment to the rule, you know, quite possibly, there was, a, you know, he, he could have had a, an alternative duty of care in terms of the way that he kind of pr- try to protect himself or avoid the collision. So, but ultimately, you know, it's a football act. We play a competitive sport that's, you know, contact and, um, and in the instance, I didn't have a huge issue with it, other than the fact that, you know, obviously Angus got hurt yeah. and I was uh, concerned for his health. But I think the way the AFL has now readjusted that rule, um, I think for mine is for the better of the game. I think they, they're required to do so, obviously, to avoid situations like this. But ultimately, um, as much as we do try to avoid it, I don't think you can wipe it out of the game altogether, right? Like, you've got mm. highly... Um, you know, talented and elite sports people running at each other at full pelt, making split-second decisions. I think you know, ultimately there is going to be the odd collision, and and uh, and accidents are going to occur. Yeah, I think uh, I I, could, I couldn't have summed it up better myself. Just on the state of play, I think it's about as safe as it can be, Jones. And there's going to be those accidents, unfortunately. I've got to ask you about the other events happening at the Melbourne Footy Club. You recently retired. The culture has been called into question. There's been a few off-field incidents. There's been trouble with Clayton Oliver. Uh, Joel Smith has been a big story over the last 24, 48 hours and back prior to Christmas. Do they have a cultural problem? Because the club says they don't. Yeah, look, from my perspective, I don't think they do either. Um, you know, I... I without knowing my assumption would be that in varying degrees, most clubs would be facing um, you know, similar issues, which essentially are a reflection of society, really. Um, you know, I don't, I don't obviously condone what's occurred. I think there's been a serious mistake made in particular by Joel with his circumstance and, and obviously with Clayton, you know, there's some personal issues going on there, but you know, I'd like to think as a, as a whole, um, that they are strong enough to dig themselves out of it, and um, and I can understand the criticism from afar and, and of their culture. But ultimately, um, you know, I think some of the, the issues that they're dealing with would be not necessarily commonplace, but you know, it, it wouldn't be just specific to the Melbourne Footy Club. I dare say many clubs behind closed doors are dealing with it, and unfortunately for the Melbourne situation. On a couple of occasions, it's become quite public, and then obviously debated with, um, you know, heavy opinion about where that all sits. And um, I guess from a, from a Melbourne supporter's point of view and from a club perspective, I just hope that they can answer that uh, or answer those critics and um, and respond in that in a really positive fashion, which I think ultimately reflects on the current leadership group and Gorney and Jack in particular as captain and vice captain to. Um, in some way, sort of resurrect the uh, redirection in that. Mm. Where do you think they'll finish this year? Well, I think they'll give themselves every chance again. Um, in saying that, I, I think with the shock of today, uh, I don't think we can underestimate the hole that Angus will leave, um, mm. particularly from a maturity leadership perspective. Like, uh, I think that's going to be quite a big hole to fill. The expectation now falls on some of those younger guys, and can they can they um, you know rise to that opportunity that, that that's now there? But 
ultimately, I think uh, I think they'll be there about again, thereabouts again, and um, you know, I think it's going to be a tight competition, which is awesome for everyone to watch. And uh, I think they're going to have to tinker with a couple of things, but they'll be, they'll be right there. They'll be right there, Kane. And in a word, Jonesy, are you pulling the boots back on this year? <laughs> uh, I'm 50-50. You're very impressive, they tell me, down at the Mounties. <laughs> I had a couple of good games there last year, Jared. We couldn't quite get to the premiership. We got knocked out in the prelim, but yeah. all the while, uh, a bit of fun playing community footy. You kind of forget, particularly after spending so many years, what it actually means to the, mm. to the local Surely there's a flag there for you, age 33. That's the music. <laughs> or 38, whatever it is. The, the, music, the music's going to save you. Jonesy, the music is going to save you. Hey, mate, thanks for fronting up on what has been a, a really tough day for you and a close mate of yours and the wider footy community, particularly those at the Melbourne Footy Club. Appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. That's the former Melbourne captain, Nathan Jones.